Look alive, Ollie. I'm Retronomic, looking for new games that bring retro back from the dead. And this is Retrograde, where we look at lists, countdowns, and count ups. And today we're doing the top 10 turn based movement games. That was kind of a mouthful. Um, what are turn based movement? It is basically like a, any move you make makes something else happen. I mean, any step you make. A move you make can be one or multiple steps but it usually makes it so every step you take with that move will make it so something else such as a uh, turret will turn or spikes will suddenly shoot up or uh, an enemy will get to move as well. Uh, sometimes it's after your turn, then they move. But um, yeah, mostly it's that. That's the idea. If it's a little bit confusing, you'll get it when I get into it. So first off is Leashed Soul, number 10. Uh, Leashed Soul is actually... Uh, I think it's more of an indie developer type of game because it's not a lot to it, um, but it's really interesting, really cool. Uh, you actually have a piece of wood that gets uh, carved into a puppet, and now because all this industry has been taking out trees, um, the puppet that's come to life uh, wants to bring trees back, and it's pretty cool actually. Uh, that's basically the whole idea is that you run around this uh, uh, play field and when you get to the end of the level, you plant a seed, which makes a tree show up. Uh, the only thing is, yeah, with this, each move you make makes it so a tile will drop away behind you. So now you have to try to figure out how to make it so you're not stranded on a tile, as well as you have a certain amount of moves to do it in. And you can only see so much of the screen as well. So you have to uh, use your finger to from wherever you start and then just start highlighting as many tiles as you can but also making it so you have a path back to where the uh, this tree is. And you have to get around the whole entire level, dropping every single tile to make it so the only tile left is the tree tile, where you're gonna plant a seed, make a tree come out. It's a really fun game. It didn't last that long, but that's why it's at number 10. Um, but it was still a fun game. It really has a great uh, look to it. It's computerized, but it's a... Uh, um, mostly tiles that look stone or wood or things like that, but it still has this pretty type of look, not to mention the level selection itself is just one big tree that you're sort of swiping up and down on to go to each level. Um, added to that, the, <laughs> the puppet is pretty creepy. Uh, it looks weird and creepy anyways, but then if you actually sit idle on the level for a while, he turns to you, or she, I'm not sure if it's a boy or a girl puppet, but yeah, it's a piece of wood that was turned into a puppet, so I don't think it has a uh, gender. But um, yeah, it turns to you and stares at you from the screen, and it's got this weird big-eyed eyes, like bulging looking, and like little pinpoints for the pupils, and a creepy looking, almost bloody smile. I don't think it was meant to be that way, but it definitely comes off that way, so just something to check out whenever you're playing. Don't be too uh, disturbed when you just sit idle for a sec trying to figure out what you want to do, and the puppet turns toward you and looks at you with this dead freaking smiley stare. It's, it's creepy. Uh, but uh, other than that, no, it's a really fun game. You just move around, you know, and uh, each turn you take, you only have a certain amount of turns to do it in. You also uh, only have a certain amount of tiles to, you know, try and uh, get to the end goal. So you have to really think about how you're going to move around the level. As the game progresses, you actually get more uh, switches or things like that that you have to move around. 
uh, make it so that you can actually get to other spots. You also have like levels with ice, so you slide across. So you'll have no control on exactly where you're going. The only thing is, uh, with the ice mechanics, uh, you might slide off somewhere. I don't know why, but you're going straight and uh, it'll suddenly start veering off to some other spot, which is a little, you know, strange as well as just uh, kind of off of what the mechanics even are. You know, you're supposed to be going nothing but straight and then you end up going onto another tile and or even off an edge when you weren't even going towards the edge, you know. So that's a little bit of a problem with it, but other than that, it's really good, and uh, it's top-down as well. So just wanted to throw that one out there at number 10, since it's a good game, it's really fun, and uh, it's just kind of short, but still, it, it's a lot of fun and actually has a little bit of a completion to uh, the levels themselves, like three, uh, three stars type of thing. Next up at number 9 is Enyo. This is a game of a sort of, I think it's a Greek game, it might be Roman, I'm not sure, uh, but you are a soldier and you're on a thing full of tiles and some of them are separated by like lava and things like that, such say like a, an island of tiles is in one spot and you're on another spot of tiles. And uh, so yeah, you, each move you make, it has to be in a straightforward action and it's also top down. Your movement is used by attacking actually. Um, the first one, Shield Bash, makes it so you move up, down, left, right, a uh, certain number of spaces, but at the same time, it makes it so you can attack characters like uh, by pushing them into into stuff, like uh, pushing them in gaps, pushing them into lava, pushing them into spikes, and things like that. So it, you have to sort of strategize in that respect, because every move you make makes them move as well, and they can move pretty quickly, um, as well as there's the Leap which is uh, you jump a few spaces, but uh, if you jump next to an enemy, it'll actually stun them so you can make an attack as well. Then you have the grappling hook, which is, you know, you can zip around the place by using that hook. You can actually get over gaps that way as well. Leap doesn't really work that way. Um, so yeah, the grappling hook works to move over gaps as well as to pull um, enemies into lava and things like that, or pits. So yeah, it's pretty cool, and plus the uh, art style looks really nice. It's got a uh, cutout type of look, but it sort of works in line with like uh, other Greek or Roman type of uh, artistry you might have seen. It's $2.99, so not too bad a price. It's got a lot of levels and a lot of different enemies. The enemies can range from you know uh, people who run up and attack you to archers and with you know uh, projectile weapons, melee weapons, stuff like that. Some enemies can move. Uh, farther other enemies actually have your own abilities like uh the grappling hook and that's a pain in the butt because they can pull you <laughs> but uh yeah no it's a really fun game and really uh interesting you have to strategize basically through the whole game uh of what you're gonna do not only how you're gonna attack them but also where to move and stuff like that um because each move you make gives them a turn to move you know um so yeah you have to think ahead it's really cool uh moving on to number eight is Bleth, B-L-E-F. It sounds like a weird name, and it's for good reason. It's a, it's not a weird game, but it's sort of a, a just a comedic type of game. Uh, it doesn't really have any story. It's just got this comedic names for each level, and then uh, a very hilarious ending to the whole thing. Um, but as for the gameplay, it's, it's got a 
you know, the movement, turn-based movement, each move you make makes enemies move closer. Some enemies uh, have to move, then turn, and then attack, you know, while other enemies, like the skeletons, they have to, you know, move with whatever movement uh, that you make, but then they have to uh, turn toward you in order to do any kind of attack. Um, so that sort of, you use that to your advantage, because anything you do, not just steps, but every move you make, whether you attack someone, that makes it so others can move. Trolls, they can attack you at any time, and, you know, once they get to you, they're gonna attack you. So what you want to do is sort of, like, uh, goad them into moving toward you, and then you can attack them, because they've already used their, uh, turn to move. So, yeah, it's really interesting with that. Um, it's also really fun, and just... A cool type of game you have to actually move around and say you see some boxes you go to the boxes and all these enemies are coming towards you now you can smash a box to make it so the enemy gets closer to you and now you can attack the enemy which makes the other enemies get closer and then you can attack them one by one you know and so yeah you have to really think about how you're gonna move around as well as how you're gonna attack the enemies um, it also has like a completion type of thing where you have to have three hearts, you know, full health, basically, just beat the level with full health, you know, and, uh, yeah, that'll do the completion type stuff, but other than that, it's not really too much to it, um, but there's also, like, movement of, like, flames that, uh, come up, or shooting things, and then, of course, you have the different enemies, there's also bats who can fly over anything, you know, and, uh, you also have boulders you have to move around sometimes to put them on top of teleporters that make it so, uh, people... I like uh, certain enemies can't get to you. Well, actually, no, you use teleporters uh, to get around the place, um, but also they have trap doors that you can use uh, the bulgers for. Um, you can actually close trap doors by hitting on them too, but when they're farther away and there's no way to do anything about it, you know, like you can't reach every kind of trap door, so you'll have enemies constantly coming at you, especially when it comes to bats. Um, as well as you have minotaurs who are just super strong and can move two spaces, I believe, uh, rather than one space for every space that you move. So you have to sort of like have a friend with you. In fact, that's one of, not a friend, it's an enemy you're having follow you around. And that's one of the names of the levels, in fact, is uh, bring a friend. So you bring a friend, or in other, in other words, an enemy, and uh, you get the, close to the Minotaur then you attack that enemy that you had following you this whole time and then uh, the Minotaur will get closer to you So finally you can make your attack on him. It's an interesting type of game It's really fun actually and it looks amazing. I love the pixelated look Everything's really tiny and it feels like something I used to play on like uh, New grounds and things like that, you know, and so it's just these really tiny pixels, but it's actually kind of detailed for the uh, small uh, small characters and enemies and things like that so yeah as well as the levels are all basically the same looking when it comes to the aesthetic it's just a castle you know um so you have a castle look which doesn't look bad it's just uh you know it's repetitive i'll say that but the enemies are really cool looking the trolls you know you can make out their big nose and yellow eyes and all that uh, the skeletons you can't really make out their face too much but you can tell when they're facing you you know the fact that they took that into consideration because it's very samey looking but um you know if they're turned to the left you have like a sword coming out to the left a uh, sword coming out to the right which turns to the right you know um, but if they're facing away from you there's a little circle uh that's their face so you won't see that circle on their face 
as well as their sword will be on the right side. And if they're facing toward you instead of away from you, you see that circle on their face and the sword is on the left side. So they really took into consideration uh, the fact that it doesn't look very detailed. But it's still detailed enough in a way that really works with it. I like it a lot. This is a fun game, as well as kind of difficult to get through with uh, all three lives. And added to that, like I said, the ending is just, it makes it all worth it, even if it's super hard to get there. You know, uh, so yeah, check out that game, Bluff. It's just a really fun turn-based movement type of game. Very simple, you know, but also kind of hard to master. So yeah, uh, moving on to number seven is Warlock Tower. My gosh, this game's hard. <laughs> it's a really interesting game, kind of funny as well, too, because it's basically that uh, this wizard starts feeling neglected by all the other people because they think he's kind of uh, strange, but, you know, they they don't hate him, you know, and uh, he thinks everybody doesn't like him, so he decides he's going to be evil, and, you know, that's basically the whole thing. And uh, so now all the uh, different, like, kingdoms want to show him that they do like him so they send a mailman with a letter saying hey we think you're cool that's basically the whole story and it's really silly and dumb but it's uh, actually really fun as well as the graphics look really good um it's all pixelated but it's all like one shade of color per uh section of levels um so that's kind of cool a little nuanced i guess and uh but the animation and and like uh character design is actually really well done i like that uh, if you show like uh, the in-game look is sort of lesser uh, detailed but they also have these like dialogue boxes and that shows a pretty detailed picture of the different characters um, you have a lot of different enemies in this as well as the main mechanic of the game is that um, every move you make takes away life that you have so this is not only turn-based movement but it actually is part of the mechanic is that you're gonna die if you don't get to the next uh, like life diamond I'll say um, these little gems that you have to get in order to get more moves in order to get to the dang exit and you have to really strategize with that sometimes you'll have like a five gem and a three gem and it's like well actually if you get the five gem you're not gonna get to the next gem uh, in time you know or if you try to get every gem you're definitely not gonna make it there you know so you, you should have gone for the three gem I know that five gem is really tempting but the three gem is gonna make it so you can go down a different route and get to the next gem and the next gem and then finally to the exit so it's really interesting it's sort of a uh, you have to figure out how you're gonna get to the exit what you know gems to go for and you cannot attack so <laughs> enemies become very annoying and uh, but it's a really fun game it's actually very difficult though uh, especially in the later levels like I think I got to the end and never beat it I still have not beaten it yet because it's so dang hard and then you have different mechanics thrown in with the different enemies that they have as well as they you know they do teleporters and like switches and things like that as well and you do have ways of attacking the other enemies just not through yourself you have to like get them to walk onto a spike or a trap or things like that and uh, you know maybe hit a switch and that'll make it so a trap door opens right when they get on it you know it's pretty darn difficult though my gosh you have to really think hard to figure out all this stuff and I don't remember there being any like walkthrough type of videos for it too because I was really struggling especially with that last boss when I finally got to him and yeah there was nothing to you know give me any hint on what to do 
you know so yeah that was a really fun game though and it's really nuanced i'd say check that game out just because it's a fun little comedic title of a game that's really challenging at number six is uh uncharted drake's fortune i believe it's called or treasure hunter no drake's fortune is <laughs> one of the main uh games uh no it's actually a uh, treasure hunter an uncharted treasure hunter has the mechanics of you know swiping all around the the level you can move as many times as you want but the only thing is um each step makes it so like a turret will turn and shoot or uh you know uh spikes will suddenly shoot up you know and you have like uh different settings for those spikes so the first step may open up the spikes the second step makes it ready and then the third step if you step on it is when you're going to die from it um you also have different uh tons of different things really there's a lot of mechanics to this game but it's a really great game it was a whole lot of fun it's very much a puzzle game no uh, enemies or things like that but you do have a lot of like switches you have to hit um things you have to move around you know there's step uh tiles like uh that will bring up something like a pillar or uh you know you have a something you have to shoot you have a gun <laughs> but you don't really use it at all for anything except for flipping switches you know um so yeah you'll have to do that and you have to figure out which uh switches do what you know they'll like color the uh tile as well as the switch with whatever shape like a triangle or a square so you know what does what but the only thing is of course that takes trial and error because you don't know what it is, any of it is until you start trying out the switches uh you also have a lot of uh dynamite and things like that to blow up walls and there's like extra stuff to do like you have to beat the game in a certain uh amount of moves even though you can move all over the map each move makes it so uh that takes one away and then you have to move again all around the map and then you have to move again all around the map and if you do it a certain amount of moves you'll get a key which makes it so you can unlock these chests the chest thing doesn't really matter i mean you have to have uh yeah, it's towards uh, Uncharted, the main game, uh, I think Uncharted 4. And yeah, it's it's cool, it's a great idea, but you, if you don't have that, then you're just doing it for no reason. But I did it just as for the challenge. And then, of course, you also have these, uh, what are they, like medallions or something like that? These little statuette things, I don't know why they call them medallions. I think they're called that, though. Uh, no, I think they just call them treasures. But you... uh collect these treasures you have to find them in some way and not always does that level have it but you know uh, you just try to check out every bit of a level after you've beaten it and then maybe you'll be able to find one and uh so yeah it's really fun with that you know having these ulterior type of things plus you have these uh relics that you can use to sort of revive yourself or get a hint and there's like not not a whole lot in the game so you want to sort of hold on to those because eventually the the puzzles get really pretty difficult and you have to really figure out what the heck you're doing you know you think you've got it down and you try it and then it you just die anyways um, or you don't do it in a certain amount of moves you know and uh but yeah each time there's a new set of levels there's some kind of new mechanic that's involved and it's really cool and interesting sometimes you want to like set a box of dynamite on top of a switch then go to a certain spot and then shoot it or even uh set the dynamite on the switch and then move around to a different spot as a uh, turret is turning towards it so then that'll shoot it for you and now you can get through a wall or something like that because there's a switch uh so yeah it's really interesting how they came up with this whole thing it's it's very 
difficult but very fun and you even have like extra stuff you can spend gold on um, you get gold for every time you beat a level and so uh, yeah you, you can spend it on these costumes that actually have buffs but also just are fun costumes like uh, certain things from like train wreck uh, Drake uh, airplane Drake you know stuff like that or plane wreck Drake I think they call it big Nate I think is one uh, yeah so yeah there's all kinds of uh, things like that and then of course you have the buff type of uh, costumes like uh, makes it so you can get an extra hit or you get an extra two moves I think um, as well as you know a pirate that makes it so you can beef up your uh, your um, gold that you get and as well as even uh, a mime for some reason just for fun and uh, so yeah it's really cool in that respect and each time uh, you finish a map and uh, get everything there is to get on the map you get this little uh, totem or relic or artifact or things like that that's really fun just to look at it's like sort of like a trophy for having beaten that section of levels the graphics themselves look amazing I mean they're really well looking as well as the character designs even I mean you have Nathan but you also have uh, Sam is that his name Sam I think it's Sam and uh, yeah I know uh, they even have some banter uh, at the beginning of the levels as well as before every uh, end level and some in between but mostly it's the end levels um, every other level it's a lot of recycled type of stuff so after the first set or two you've probably seen uh, everything they say you know the first two sets of levels and uh, yeah they just recycle that a lot but it is pretty funny what they say especially uh, when you're first going through it and hear it the first time it's, it's just fun kind of banter between the two um, but also yeah their character designs look really well and the environments look amazing sometimes you're in like a, a jungle type of environment other times you're in like mountainous and other times it's snowy and other times it's inside of like uh, uh, ruins or something like that so it's really dark in fact that's one of the gimmicks of the sets of levels is that it's completely dark and you actually have to like think about your movements and how you're gonna do that and all that it's really interesting though it's uh, very fun how they came up with all these different mechanics for each set of levels and then incorporate those mechanics into the next set while also having something else to do with the environment you're in so yeah it's a really fun game check that one out it is free as i remember it so yeah it's it's a really fun one one you don't want to pass up even if you're not a fan of uncharted i am a fan but i mean like i haven't played a whole lot of the main uh main titles so yeah um yeah it's just really great freaking game for puzzlers you know and uh check that one out number five is uh the go series it's like all the uh there's three in the in the series it's uh hitman go uh laura croft go and deus x go uh hitman go is actually a really cool type of stylized game because they have uh the idea of you know hitman um but it's done in a way like it looks like a a game board you know like a board game type of game board with uh, board game pieces and things like that so it kind of works with the uh, idea of Hitman itself actually it looks very classic looking as well as a uh, you know it's just a cool type of look for that uh, series I don't know it just works with it for some reason to me it does and uh, yeah like the enemies have different patterns that they use um, so like certain enemies will go up and down or left and right back and forth in this patrol type of thing while uh, another enemy will be in the same spot the entire time but he'll be turning each time you take a move 
um, and of course your movement is uh, based uh, turn-based but also it's like on a certain path so you might want to uh, go around a square of steps like over and over again just get it so you get the different enemies on their patrols in the right spots that you want them and then you can actually go up behind them and take them out uh, which is also kind of funny with the whole uh, game um, board game type thing because they like you know get knocked off the board and go on the side you know and uh, you don't always kill everything but you can um, half the time try to get as many as possible if you want it's not necessarily necessary but it is actually something that they have as different objectives such as uh, yeah killing everybody on the board or uh, getting a briefcase that's another uh, alternate objective um, only killing a certain amount of people or um, the main target which is usually at the end of the level uh, not the end of the level end of the set of levels um, you have a main target you have to take out as well as uh, you know you have just all kinds of different things it's really cool how they did this and I, I fell in love with it um, the next game in the series the Laura Croft go is uh, actually really cool it's like surprisingly like in depth I guess is the word uh, yeah because um, it has a lot of different enemies it has uh, this look to it that's more in line with the game of like you know PS1 and PS2 days and like it just looks really cool it's got this uh, you know you'll be going through ruins you'll be going inside of ruins you'll be going through jungles and all these other different things and you have all kinds of different enemies that have their own sort of set uh, movements and things like that so like with Hitman Go you have like dogs they'll take two steps and other uh, certain enemies will like follow you around well in this it's sort of that same thing where these salamander guys will follow you around but you want to use them in a certain way like maybe there's a tile that uh, a tile switch you know that you want to step on but you can't get to there and to the place you need to be to step on it you know like say uh, that tile will bring down a wall so that way you can get past it now well, if you get that salamander thing, I think it's not salamander. What is it? It's like a cross between a salamander and um, a Komodo dragon. I'll say that. And uh, yeah, you get him to follow you. So he's like maybe two spaces behind you. And then uh, you'll go to, to the switch, go down, and then to the wall that you have to get past. And he'll suddenly step on that switch, and now you can get through it. You know, added to that, you can kill all the enemies if you want, you know, and most likely that's not going to help because you need to use uh, those enemies to your advantage most times. And, uh, you know, there's been many times where I get through the whole dang level, and then the last dang thing I had to do, I was supposed to keep some enemy alive. And it's like, gosh dang it, you know, but uh, it's also really fun though in that respect because there's a lot of, uh, not a lot of trial and error, but, you know, um, each, each time you lose, you don't feel like, oh gosh, this sucks, it's so hard. You feel more like, okay, now I know what I can do since that didn't work, you know. So there is a trial and error aspect to it, but it's not necessarily um, like a mechanic of the game. Um, as well as it all looks really cool. I mean, you have all these different uh, uh, costumes and things like that for Laura and like the game itself just has this great look to it. I mean, I like the board game look of Hitman Go, but the uh, Laura Croft series one, it has a lot more detail to it. It looks really cool and it's uh, just, I don't know, I like the look of it. Um, but then there's Deus Ex Go, which has a much more in line with the main games type of look. You know, it's very um, graphically done well. You know, it looks like the game character, you know. 
uh, as well as, you know, it's sort of, uh, high-tech sci-fi type of look, maybe cyberpunk, maybe, um, but yeah, it has a cool look to it, but it's just, I'll admit, it feels like it stepped back from what they'd already done, um, maybe not stepped back, but sort of recycled what's already been done, but you also have a level creator in there as well as, uh, you know, a lot of different levels, and they're all really fun, and you have to use, like, uh, different mechanics, such as getting to one space so you can hack into other things that are around you, and then make it so that will shoot one of the guards that are coming towards you, and you can't even, uh, and the guards won't move unless they see you, actually, you can't shoot them or do anything to them until you get them to start chasing towards you, which is really kind of cool, too, actually, I like that mechanic, um, but yeah, I'd say if you wanted to check those games out, they're all, I believe, $5.99, so they are up there in price, uh, uh, to get each one at least, um, but I would say if you were gonna get at least one, I'd say the Lara Croft game, if you wanted to get more than that, then I'd say Hitman. Deus Ex isn't bad, it's just, it didn't, it just felt like sort of repetitive after playing the first two games, um, but it still had some cool ideas and mechanics to it. Uh, there's also games that are a lot like those, so I want to go over those as well in the same, uh, you know, number five. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah, like number, not number five, uh, Orphan Black is one of them. Uh, that's sort of the same type of gameplay as well. The only thing is I can only play a demo of it because for some reason it's not on the uh, store anymore and I had to find it a different way and even then there's no way to connect it to uh, like the Google Play account so you can't buy the rest of the game. So yeah, that happened with that as well as another one after this. But yeah, Orphan Black wasn't bad. It's kind of just the same stuff. It has a really cool idea for the story. It's basically touching on different parts of the TV show, which I've never watched. But the fact that they uh, uh, tell different like story beats in the game is really interesting. It made me like, want to check out the show. I still haven't, but you know, it seems really interesting now because of that game. Um, you only get a so much for the demo. There's only two characters you can play. But from what I played, it was pretty cool. It has like uh, this mechanic of getting enemies to chase you. And then you, uh, you know, set up a spot. Uh, one of the tiles, uh, one of the tiles on the play field will have like a bomb. You have to go across and to that, set it up and then move past it. And then the enemy will step on it and blow up. As well as you have switches and things like that to make it so... Uh, certain parts of the area will be like uh, come together So like uh, you might have a way that you can't get across you hit the switch makes it so now you can get across it So now you can get this enemy these paramedics. I guess is what they are. They look like sort of crash test dummies um, You'll get him to start chasing you then you hit that switch you can get across and then the switch will turn off again by itself And now you've gotten past that guy because he's going to where you were and he's stuck there you know, so that sort of thing. Uh, but it seemed really interesting. I wished I could have played more, but I couldn't. And But it's not a big deal because it wasn't that amazing. I mean, the Go series was much better. Um, but next up, Geostorm was really disappointing uh, because that's a great game. My gosh, I've never seen the movie, never really cared to, but uh, and still don't. But um, the game was really cool. It took the idea of this whole turn-based movement stuff that you see in the Go series, but 
like it makes it so it's environmental rather than with enemies and things like that you want to you can actually make it so you flood something in order to make it so you can push desks onto the floating uh, into the water so it floats there now you have a path to move forward or uh, to find some secret uh, little thing that you have to get in each level um, as well as you know you can crash uh, like get an axe and crash uh, glass to make it so you can move out different furniture and all that stuff that was previously in a uh, inaccessible and it's a really cool idea i loved this game and i only got to play like one set of levels i think a short set because it was a demo as well and of course there's no way to get it and so yeah i had to play what i could um but yeah it's really fun really cool if you find a way to get those two games check them out i mean at least geostorm because that was really interesting i liked the environmental type of uh, idea of f figuring out these puzzles and trying to traverse the level itself because um, you really felt like you were trying to figure it out yourself you know rather than them giving you these things to use and then you try to do it in the way that they want you to it felt more like you're trying to discover what you can use or what you can do or what you need to break you know <laughs> so yeah it's a really cool idea with that as well as uh, you know you can swim around in the water but you usually need to uh, move something else or something like that so you want to get stuff into the water to be able to walk across um then there's of course the next game which is vandals which was really cool that one's still on google play you can check that out i believe that one is 4.99 as well uh that one's a really fun game very cool it has a lot of uh like style to it because you're basically like you know someone a vandal trying to you know do graffiti and things like that without getting caught and you know, there's uh, enemies that move in certain patterns and all that, and you have to move around them and sort of stealthily try to get through. Um, so yeah, it's kind of like the a Hitman Ghost one, because uh, that one you have to use stealth, you know, as well. Uh, you don't use too much stealth inside of Deus Ex, as well as you don't really use any stealth with uh, Laura Krofko. But yeah, it was uh, very interesting how they did the sort of stealth mechanic with Hitman Go, but also with Vandals as well. And yeah, like I said, it's very stylized. It doesn't have any kind of, you know, thing connected to it like Hitman or Geostorm or anything like that. So it's sort of its own game and it really is just a lot of fun. Very cool. It, it, you feel good when you, you know, finally finish these objectives. Uh, so moving on from there though, number four is Fantasy Tactics, previously known as Gyomu Tactics tactics um i guess they changed the name for some reason i don't know the company's still called gyomu uh g-y-o-m-u uh but yeah they changed it to fantasy i don't know either way it's a great game this is like playing chess almost in the way that it has like uh you have three different pieces or uh characters actually they're not pieces but they actually move they run around they slash with a sword or cast a spell things like that really cool looking um as well as like it has this uh futuristic medieval look to it that's something else that was interesting about it but in the way of chess it's like you really have to think about what movements you're going to make what switches you're going to use and things like that and that's basically it it's really a simple type of idea because you have each character with their own uh, abilities and then you have switches in other words all these other games they have stuff like you know teleporters and a ton of different mechanics to it but this just goes okay here's the mechanics now here's all the levels, try it out, you know? 
and each level is using those same mechanics nothing really too much new you know and not a whole lot of uh, different things you have to they, they add into it and there's just tons of levels and it's a really fun thing that they created um, I wish there were more levels in fact not because there weren't enough it's because they left me wanting more you know that's how good it was for the gameplay so uh, you have three different characters and as well as the enemies are the exact same you know there's wizards um, knights and or warriors I think either way knights I'll say and thieves uh, the knights they can uh, kill anything but they have to be right next to it to kill it um, wizards can only kill things that are uh, farther away like by a uh, by two tiles they have to be by two tiles as well as uh, I believe they can only kill um, they can't kill knights is what it is and then you have the thieves who can kill up close or far away you know two tiles away um, with like shooting type of thing throwing daggers is what they do but yeah it's a really cool idea for each character having their uh, own set of moves and you have to really think about how you're going to use them as well as the fact that you know all these other games for turn-based movement there hasn't been more than one character you're playing in this you actually have three different characters um, you know I mean you might have two knights and two wizards I mean it's not that you only have three characters but there's three different classes to play with whatever uh, play pieces they give you you know as well as the looks really cool because it has this like it is a knight but it looks like he's from Tron for some reason uh, then you have the thieves who look like some kind of uh, you know cyberpunk hacker or something like that but they look like thieves as well you know um, so it's really cool and like the wizards have this sort of crystalline type of look to them even though they look like wizards with the staff you know it's really cool looking I love the style of this you know it's not like the most amazing looking for graphically but I mean it's to me I think it looks really amazing I love it um, as well as you have like I said uh, hitting switches and but even one more mechanic which would be uh, crumbling tiles so you can walk across it once the second time it's gonna fall into a pit but you can actually use that to your advantage by having somebody you know chasing you uh, you go across that uh, crumbling tile and then the next time that they go across it they end up you know falling down the pit and uh, yeah so you can take out enemies you can uh, you know use switches to make it so they get farther away from you or closer to you even like a wizard say they're two tiles away from you on this certain tile and if you use a switch that makes it so that tile gets closer so now if you go past that wizard he can't attack you because he has to have two tiles away from you and each level has a different uh, layout so you have to figure out uh, what to use uh, who to use first really um, and what to do with your mechanics that you're given such as the you know crumbling tiles as well as the switches um, but yeah also there's the switches that turn the characters sometimes they're on a, a turnable tile and that'll make it so they constantly keep turning or each time you flip a switch they turn with the turnable tiles you uh, may f hit a switch to make it so they turn away from you and now you can go up behind them and kill them um, but it's better just to try it out yourself because it's that good it's a really cool type of strategy type game um, number three is until dead uh, I played it the first time some time ago it was something you had to pay for I believe it was uh, again 4.99 why are all these so expensive I, and uh, 
yeah um the only thing is when i tried playing it again i guess my phone's too new or something so it wouldn't let me play it um but yeah this was really awesome it's the noir story is kind of told both through the game uh like in between levels type of thing but also during the gameplay you have find different notes it's almost like you're unraveling some kind of uh conspiracy you know by going for the notes you don't always have to go for those um but it's you know like a different objective as well as they have other objectives like uh beating into a certain amount of moves or uh um trying to kill everything first you know and stuff like that and it's a really cool game i loved this game it has a very interesting and good look to it i mean it looks like something on a console uh, you have all these different kinds of zombies and of course you have to either avoid them or kill them you want to sort of use stealth in that respect because you have to go up behind them to kill them and uh you know you have to actually the only thing is yeah you have to actually get something in order to kill them you do have a gun and you can find bullets but they're very very sparingly it seems sort of like a survival horror almost and uh you know a stealth survival horror i guess and yeah, but you also can find knives, but of course those will break after one hit or something like that. So yeah, you want to really think about how you're going to move around and get to the exit. You also will find bricks to distract them with, um, as well as you get to levels where there's exploding barrels that you have to shoot in order to destroy them or distract them. And uh, yeah, so it has this arcadey feel to the turn-based movement type gameplay, through, but it's a lot more open-ended, I'd say because at first it starts out yeah sort of a a smaller map but eventually it starts to get a lot bigger and you have to you know really go around a lot of different places in this one level you know uh so yeah it's really interesting you gotta get uh zombies to chase you to a certain point and then uh you know sort of uh give them the slip you know so that way now you can get past something or get a note or some kind of uh item that you need and there's all kinds of different items not just weapons but like you know um you might need to get like gasoline to fuel some kind of uh engine so it really feels like much more of a turn-based console game at number two is actually another game a lot like it uh, <laughs> called dead eyes um but this one's much more in the vein of uh the go series like uh you know you have set paths and things like that that you have to move along um, but you have all kinds of different dang zombies. My gosh, you have the shambling zombies. You have zombies that are uh, half a body, you know. And while the other one, uh, Until Dead, was much more graphically uh, high-end, I'll say, this was more pixelated. But it looks really good, though. I love the look of it. Like Until Dead, it has this black and white look with bits of color, usually just red. But uh, it really looks good like that, as well as the story is sort of post-apocalypse, where until dead it's like not exactly a zombie apocalypse, it's just that certain parts are filled with zombies and that's what you're traveling through to unravel this conspiracy. This, it's like there's no conspiracy, nothing. It's just the world has ended and now you're going to go for supplies. And even though there's that little bit of story for your own character, you actually get uh, to find notes and things like that it's almost like a uh, resident evil because you find out about like different survivors or even people that are about to die or changing and things like that just notes of other people around this world that you're playing through so it's pretty cool you do have multiple objectives that you can do uh, you could just get to the goal or you can actually like save somebody 
or um, get some items, you know, and things like that, like uh, water, you know, or food. And uh, so, yeah, that makes it so it's got a little bit more of um, prolonged gameplay, I'll say. Um, but it's really difficult. I mean, my gosh, sometimes you might not want to do those other objectives because it is a very difficult game, but it's a really cool game. You also have zombie dogs as well that can move two steps ahead, as well as you can get the zombies to crash into each other, so that way you have a little bit of time um, before they start moving on their set path again. Or you can s make it so they follow you and then you lose um, their gaze, so now they are on a different path. You also get like uh, bear traps, which makes it so it holds a, a zombie for like two turns, you could say. Like, oh, for an in instance, there's these half-body zombies that turn uh, constantly and won't run towards you or move on any kind of path until it sees you. So you can set a uh, trap, a bear trap out, then move away from it, and that makes it so they see you, and then they start running towards you, but then they get stuck in that bear trap, and they can't move for the next two turns. So now you can go down and then around and then back up to where that path was where they were sitting the whole time blocking it you know so that's one way of doing it as well as of course fault making them follow you around and then getting out of their gaze and then you also have another thing that uh helps to get you out of their line of sight is uh manholes there's an entrance manhole and an exit manhole it's kind of like a teleporter except for you can't go back through it you'll be able to go in the manhole entrance and then like you'll come out somewhere else on the level and then be able to go on from there so it's some interesting mechanics that they have for this it feels much more like a uh yeah, survival horror type thing where instead of you getting to attack, you actually have to, you know, set up traps and things like that. But it's really stylized. It's really cool looking. I mean, I, I like, you know, I know zombie games have been done to death, but this is more of a uh, darker sort of take on that as well as just a, uh, you know, it's much more of a puzzle game than a zombie game, you know, something that you might expect from that, you know. So yeah, definitely something to check out. And now to number one. Number one is the first 2D turn-based movement game on this list. Uh, every single other one's been like sort of the bird's eye view, top-down sort of thing. Um, so this is actually very, very cool called Turn Undead. There's two games in the series. It's got pixel graphics, but they're so dang detailed it looks like something out of Super Nintendo and you are a dang uh, vampire hunter. You look like a vampire yourself, but yeah, you're basically a badass Van Helsing type character, and uh, you have a gun that shoots stakes, you know? It's like really cool. And uh, you know, the only thing is, is literally every move you make is a turn. So in other words, that's hence the name, Turn Undead. So like if you shoot your gun, it shoots out a stake. The only thing is, that stake doesn't keep moving like a bullet. It stays in place until you move, say, back. So you might even have to move back and forth, back and forth in just two tiles um, in order to make it so the uh, stake will get to the dang target you're trying to go for. Um, but it looks amazing. I love the look of this. It's almost cartoony looking, um, like some kind of awesome Saturday morning cartoon look. And there's like, uh, you know, in the first game it's zombies, in the second game it's uh, Nosferatus that are sort of the main enemies. But then you get other enemies that are really hard. <laughs> My gosh, like uh, the flying uh, brides of, Vamp uh, of Dracula type of characters and uh, other things like that. But that's what I mean. Every single movement makes it so not only that they move, 
but uh, everything you do is a movement. So like, if you jump, um, that's one movement, and you'll be sitting in the air, not moving. And so you actually have to swipe left or right to jump from where you're at. Um, and then, of course, you can actually jump on top of enemies, um, using them as some kind of a platform to get from point A to point B. And uh, as well as you have all kinds of different, like, switches and teleporters and giant levels. And it's just a really great series. I love these games. They're very cool. But, uh, yeah, the turn-based sort of thing is, is it's not a bad thing. It's just, it's a bit monotonous when you're playing the same level over and over again, I'll say that, because every move you make is a turn, so you're constantly having to swipe to do everything you need to do. Um, something else that's really cool though is, another mechanic to it, is shooting those stakes. If you shoot them into a wall, you can actually use them as a ladder, you know? So now you can, you know, shoot one and then jump up to it, shoot another and then you jump up to that one. And things like that so you can climb different places like that you can actually do all kinds of other stuff and it's just a really cool game i really enjoyed this one um, i would say definitely if you don't check out any of them this is the one at least to try and see if it's something up your alley um, because it's it feels like an action game but it's very slow paced you know so yeah it's a bit strange in that respect but uh it, it still works now moving on to honorable mentions first honorable mention is Knight's Tour, um, and then there's also Knight's, uh, Knight Quest, which is basically just the turn-based movement of a knight, you know, in uh, chess. So you're a horse, you know, and uh, you have to move in L pattern. Um, Knight's Tour, I believe, is more of the uh, uh, puzzle type of aspect of that sort of thing, as well as uh, the other uh, Knight's Quest is actually more like a you have the L shape, but you're trying to avoid uh, pawns coming at you or uh, other different types of, uh, you know, pieces for chess coming at you. And you're trying to get to the end of a, like a long hallway. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it's more about like avoiding sort of thing. And it's really fun, though. It's uh, every turn you make is making it so they move, you know, and, and that feels more, more like an action type of thing while the other night's tour is uh, more of a puzzle type of game, which is also really fun. Um, dishonorable mentions, not necessarily that they're dishonorable, it's just that there's something wrong with them. So like, first off is drop tail, you have to swipe to do one move, but um, you also have the option of turning into an ice cube, or a vapor gas, so like, or steam, I guess. So yeah, steam makes it so you can get over, fly over, I guess. Um, like spikes and things like that as well as ice cubes make it so you can float on water but each time you do these they actually use a droplet of your life so if you use too much or do the wrong uh, transformation or do just too many moves you end up uh, evaporating into nothing so it's a very challenging game because you actually have to use those in a certain way because you only have so many lives that you can do that with as well as of course each movement not just transformation is using a, a life uh, and you want to collect more lives which are droplets of water uh, to add to your drop of water the only thing is while there isn't a pretty nice story and all that it's super short because I guess it was supposed to be continued or updated it never was but it's worth a try because it still was fun for what it was. The first levels, I think, are three levels that are just training levels. And then the next levels are, uh, 
I think, 10 levels with different objectives as well, like such as uh, doing a certain amount of moves and all that. Um, but yeah, they, they're pretty fun. You have to, you know, you get introduced to different things like a, a dung beetle that's rolling a freaking thing of dung around. <laughs> but you might get smashed by that, so you want to try to avoid that. Um, you know, just other things like that. The only thing is, the third level, set of levels, it's supposed to be, is not there at all. Um, the story itself is that a scientist made you, you made a drop of water sentient, and then of course, um, he gets taken away, so now you're going to try to save him, as well as the voice acting's really bad. <laughs> it's someone trying to sound like an old person. Um, but yeah, it just sucks because it's so short, and it had a great idea for its mechanics. Um, then there's then there's Acorn Tile Walker, where you basically just move around with swipes. You're on a thing of tiles, you know, and they have like different backgrounds for each set of levels, which, you know, it's just okay since you're still having the same sort of levels every time because it's just tons of tiles. Um, but you have all kinds of cool different mechanics, such as uh, enemies that start showing up and all that, um, as well as you're using these uh, blobs, these pink blobs, to change them into different things, such as if you go to a gap. You have to have that blob in front of you in order to get him to the gap and then you can turn him into a tile and now you can get across that gap to get to the exit. Um, there's teleporter stuff and things like that. It's a great game. It's just, again, it's $4.99 or you could play the whole game, except you have to watch ads for every dang level that's after the first little trial period. So you have to watch ad to start a next level and the next level, not set of levels, just the next level. As well as if you die, you have to watch an ad to replay the same dang level. So there's a buttload of ads if you wanna play the whole thing through. Or of course pay $4.99 and which again, you know, most of the games on this list already are. So it's sort of like, do I really wanna pay again or do I wanna watch a whole bunch of ads, you know? So I'll leave that up to you, but it's it's still a fun game, kind of worth it, I'll say that. Uh, check it out for yourself, and you might enjoy it. You might want to pay five bucks for it. Just because this was something that sort of uh, popped in my head, I thought it was supposed to be um, a turn-based game. Apparently it's not turn-based movement, because it's a long time ago that I played it, and then I tried playing it now, and it won't work on my phone, it's too old or something, and uh, as well as... Um, I watched a video on YouTube and found out, no, it's not. I thought it was a rhythm-based type of movement, turn-based movement type game, but it's not at all. It, but it's called The Tapping Dead. There was actually another one just like it, um, but it was like a treasure hunter type of guy. Um, but either way, both of them were basically just, what I thought they were was every move you made made them move, like zombies and things like that. But it's not. It's just move all you want, no problem at all. I don't know why. <laughs> I thought it was and uh, but anyways I wanted to add that too just because it's a really great game very cool the tapping dead there's a top-down sort of a world map and you can tap on the zombies that are sort of uh, running around this whole city that's the map and then uh, each building you choose is a different character and each character has like no nothing special abilities it's just they have to deal with different types of uh, enemies that have their own special abilities such as a hospital has uh, nurses that drop uh, syringes down on you and you have to sort of move your way through it and I guess that's why I thought it was turn-based I don't know something about it but yeah I just wanted to quickly mention those ones the tapping dead and this other one that was like it I don't remember the name of it sorry 
um, but it was basically the same idea of gameplay. It's just it was um, a treasure hunter inside of like ruins. Um, so yeah, there you go. Uh, a whole list of things that you can check out. Um, uh, all the turn-based movement games. There's a ton of them. Uh, so yeah, check those out. But that's the comprehensive list I can give. And hopefully you'll enjoy them because they're actually really fun. And a lot of the games on this list um, differentiate themselves from each other. So you're not playing the same game over and over again. Except maybe the Go series ones. <laughs> to get buried alive, like and subscribe and get notified to be revived next time. Die everybody.